It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, everybody, for making Lockdown Predators your first listen of the day. We have a stacked show for you on this lovely Tuesday morning. Predators have three games this week, including two more on the road. We are going to give you a couple of players we think are going to have a very, very big week for the team. Plus, Philip Forsberg hurt again. Does his injury history scare you when it comes to signing him to a new long-term contract? That's a discussion that's been unfolding on social media this week, thanks to The Athletic. And Adrian Peterson signed over the week with the Tennessee Titans. Had a pretty okay game Sunday night. That got us thinking, though, what veteran, free agent, or recently retired NHL player would you think the Preds should go after or that you think would be a good fit? Gonna get into all of that today. First off, introductions are in order. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor on the Forecheck, and I have a partner in crime who is very enthusiastic about diving into these topics today. I am very enthusiastic about this. I have things to say. I am Ann Kimmel. I am a writer at OnTheForeCheck.com. All right. Well, love the enthusiasm. Are you ready to dive into some positive stuff? I am. I am ready. Well, let's talk about the week. Uh, the Predators have two more games on the road uh, during this lengthy road trip. They have Dallas tomorrow night, followed Ooh. by St. Louis Thursday night. I was going to pause for another boo. Boo. I, I feel it so deeply in my soul with Dallas that it yeah. just kind of sucked all the negativity out. But, you know, just <laughs> was... meh for St. Louis. There you go. That's uh, they don't even get a boo. That's how apathetic we are to the blues at this point. That's right. Um, speaking of apathy, uh, the Arizona Coyotes <laughs> are Saturday uh, at Bridgestone Arena. The Preds coming home for that one. So opportunity for the Preds to kind of make some noise this week. St. Louis, obviously a very good team with a good start to the year. Dallas and Arizona, not so much. So, and it feels like there's an opportunity for Nashville to maybe turn the Jets on a little bit. I definitely think that the you know the Arizona and Dallas games are golden opportunities for a couple of very specific players to you know kind of take their game to the next level. Um, and I even think that the St. Louis game is going to provide some opportunity for um, some of the players to continue their push offensively for sure. Uh, that one that one's going to be an interesting game. Uh, the St. Louis one, but Dallas and Arizona. Oh, I'm, I'm hungry for these games. Yeah. As long as they don't do what you said yesterday and kind of play to their competition. Yes. Uh, should be. Well, I guess if you play to St. Louis, then that that's good. Yeah. But let's not play to Arizona. God yeah, bless not, them. Let's, yeah. Bless their know. hearts. Uh, Clayton Keller out there trying his best. Oh, I, I feel that. But... All right. Well, as we mentioned, opportunities this week for players to kind of step up and have big weeks. 
so that got us thinking about some players that we think are poised. This is we're putting our prediction pants on. These are players we think are going to have big weeks this week. So, and I'm going to put you on the spot first. Who's somebody who you think is going to really shine these next three games? Well, this is somebody I've been waiting to kind of see bust out this season, and it's been a slower start, but but this is going to be the week, and I'm calling it right now, especially in the game against Dallas. Dallas has players, um, big size, uh, and I think that this is going to be Yakov Trenin's game. Uh, Yakov Trenin has struggled um offensively he's kind of struggled to put points on the board not for lack of opportunity um but he just kind of and i and i hate this term but he's a little bit snake bit where he's had opportunities and just has not yet found the back of the net but i think this dallas game especially is going to be a game that's going to bring out that herd line physicality that physical play and i think it's going to kind of ignite something in him and i really would love to see and think it may be a great opportunity for trennan to make some noise offensively against dallas so yakov trennan my darling russian Fella, I think yeah. this is your week. Uh, yeah, I mean, one point this season, an assist. That that's a lot of us were kind of predicting him to kind of be the dark horse of that herd line. You know, mm-hmm. the guy that kind of caps off those physical plays with goals, uh, especially dirty goals in front of the net. Uh, hasn't really happened this year, but as you mentioned, not for lack of trying. I mean, the herd line's been all over the ice, uh, just not able to turn those opportunities into goals. Speaking of not turning opportunities and the goals, this is somebody who I think has had a pretty good season, mm-hmm. but just hasn't been able to find the net. Okay. I'm going to go Ellie Tolvanen. Yes. To week. Um, he's playing with Mikhail Granlund, who is one of the Preds best players right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody kind of seems to forget Granlin's 10 points tied for a second on the team. Very, very quiet this year, but has been everywhere on the ice. Um, we expected a lot of Tolvanen before the season. Uh, you know, he had that grandiose debut in the NHL last year. Uh, I think a lot of people were kind of expecting him with more consistent minutes this year. And plus how he looked like he kind of evolved his game a little bit in the off season to be more of a factor on the score sheet. Um, yeah. In kind of the same vein as Trennan, he's had opportunities, just hasn't been able to convert, but he's getting the ice time. And I think in, in games where I think depth is going to be a kind of a big contributing factor, this is going to be an opportunity for him to, you know, get on the board somehow, whether it's setting up plays or, or finishing like we know he can. I absolutely agree. He was on my list as well for somebody who is really poised for a breakout. And I think Tolvanen is one of those players where once he kind of gets over that first goal and kind of breaks through that, I, I think, you know, you may, we may end up unleashing an offensive beast, which I am here for. Um, and I think the Saturday game against Arizona is a great opportunity for him. You know, they're not particularly phenomenal on the penalty kill and Ellie Tolvanen hasn't quite 
um, fallen into his uh, uh, power play groove that he had going last season. Um, when it was Tolvi time, we'd get, you know, they'd get a penalty. It would be Tolvi time. time. I love Tolvi time. Um, and we haven't quite, you know, the clock hasn't struck Tolvi time yet, but I feel like it's coming. And I feel like there are definitely opportunities this week where I agree with you, this, you know, you could kind of reignite his offensive spark. Um, yeah, he is definitely on my list of somebody who is just on the cusp of kind of breaking out of that early season, you know, shaking the rest of dust off and really coming through with some play that everybody is ready to watch. All right. Give me one more guy real quick. Oh, this one. I I just am so excited to watch him every game. Um I know. I am really, really thrilled with the play of Tommy Novak. And I'm loving kind of how they're partnering him with some different people. And I, you know, he had an assist versus Vancouver. So, you know, he's made it on, you know, he's made it last week. He got some points and made it in the stats book. But I think Tommy Novak is playing really smart hockey. And if you get him, I think he can keep pace in, you know, even a game against somebody like St. Louis. This is a great team. But I think Tommy Novak can think hockey that fast. Um, And I really feel like he, could kind of ignite something, whether it's points for himself or whether he sort of facilitates some offense with some other players on his line. Tommy Novak is going to be one of the guys I'm going to be watching this week for sure. Love that. Yeah. Novak is a guy who uh, had that big date or that big three point performance against Winnipeg and then kind of slowed down points wise. Um, But he is making an impact when he's out there. And can I go absolutely nuts on this last pick for me? Oh, 100%. There's a double header coming up. So that means it is time to unleash Big Save Dave. Oh, come on. David Riddick. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see what he can do in a Predators uniform. Um, I really liked his game in Calgary. He's like Mm -hmm. one of my favorite goaltenders. He kind of fits if you just like watch him just based on pure style, kind of like UC Soros, just mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, you he's smaller than, you know, your prototypical goalie. So he just relies on athleticism and speed and, and being aggressive. Um, I'm assuming he's going to start one of the games either against Dallas or St. Louis. So this is an opportunity for him to shine. Um, I'm excited to see him kind of have a more consistent job in the NHL. I think he's a good backup. Uh, I'm ready to see what he does. And plus, Connor Ingram did really well in his uh, short stint with the Preds this season. So, uh, yeah, excited to see Riddick. Yes, this he is. um, He is fun size as we like to call them. Um, But I think he has, it's so time to see him. And I agree with you what I saw of him in training camp. You know, he really, he's got something he can bring to the table. And I feel like um, this is not going to be a backup situation where you have to really kind of hold your breath on it. So yes, I'm excited. We finally will get a chance to see Big Save Dave. Meanwhile, though, the center of our next topic, Philip Forsberg, uh, he is not going to play this weekend, I believe. Uh, still out with an undisclosed injury week to week. He, instead, he's going to be at home watching TV. And while he's at home watching TV, he can get his viewing pleasure with DirecTV Stream. 
Let us know if this sounds familiar. You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you screen your favorite shows, and you're watching sports highlights on your phone all at the same time. Well, DirecTV Stream gets all of that entertainment you love together without the hassle. DirecTV Stream brings your live TV and and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter, get rid of the confusion, and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Well, thanks again for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day. Tomorrow, Dane Lewis from Locked On Stars. He's going to be my guest on a special crossover episode. We're going to be breaking down the Stars-Predators game Wednesday night. Talk about the rivalry a little bit. See where the teams are. Should be a fun discussion. So stay tuned for that. Um, This is not a fun discussion coming up. Philip Forsberg, uh, still on the bench because of injury issues, a undisclosed upper body injury. Uh, head coach John Hines says he's week to week at this point. Um, not sure when he'll be back, but this has kind of become a common trend. And Philip Forsberg missing significant chunks of time with injuries. And the only reason that's an important thing this year is because he needs a new contract. He's going to probably ask for a lot of money. And that's, that's a naive thing not to think about when you're discussing that new deal. Yeah. I, this is the timing of this is not great uh, for Philip Forsberg. Um, It's not great for the predators on ice, you know, but I think that, Uh, It's definitely a factor. Uh, Injuries can be a factor when you're coming to the table to discuss contract, you know, and, and Philip Forsberg, I think, you know, everybody in Nashville can say that they have seen what he's capable of. They have seen, you know, just how brilliant, you know, he can play hockey, but what we haven't seen is um, many full seasons of that hockey and, kind of have an idea of how sustainable that is. Is he a player who is kind of hot and cold, hot and cold, or is he somebody where, you know, his top game is his level of hockey. And when you continue to miss with injuries, it it just opens up a lot of questions. And I think, especially with this being a contract year, I think there are rumblings sort of among uh, the Predators faithful about, well, you know, this is maybe what a team would look like if Philip Forsberg doesn't sign again. Um, and I'm not sure how far down that road we want to imagine, mm-hmm. but it's it's out there. And I think it's a significant I mean, it's a discussion that you kind yeah. of have to have. Here's my thing, and and feel free to back me up on this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is it fair to say that of the current group of predators philip forsberg has been one of the guys who have been the most hot or cold like drastically hot or cold yes okay so it's i don't think you can completely blame that on injuries but that's that's a thing and it it does feel like a lot of these injuries are happening at a time where forsberg's um, just starting to gain some momentum like you know he was on a little bit of a tear right before he got hurt um, seven goal or seven points rather in, in nine games this season so you know he was having a pretty decent start to the year so you know it seems like just these injuries are bad timing more than anything else and you know you're it's naive to think that this isn't going to be a thing when he's, you know, 32, 33, which is probably going to fall in the realm of whatever his next contract is. Um, so that's something you have to think about. And yeah, he may, he may bounce back and be completely healthy and that'd be fine. Um, but, you know, when he starts getting up there in age and he's had, you know, a, a history of injuries, you know, are they going to kind of be a little bit more painful is it going to take a little bit more time to to rehab we don't know um and that's i think that's kind of the thing that that's scary is it's yes. there's a lot of unknown it it really wouldn't surprise me and to see kind of like a, a bridge deal for for forsberg's mm-hmm. next contract obviously he's going to want to cash in he's going to want a big a big contract and you know, there might be a team that goes for him, but, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see him be like, hey, you know, not really getting the long term offer as I want. Maybe I'll just play for, you know, a yes. contender like a yep. Bruins or something for, you know, two, three years and prove that, yeah, I can still be a, a badass player. Yes. Yeah. I think about, you know, these are kind of coming at it's sort of a, a significant time in his career you know, where he does have the opportunity for, um, you know, some, you know, he's, he's got good years left in him, but you know, when you have this history of injury, um, like this, I think it does cause, and again, I'm with you, like this is Philip Forsberg is an extraordinary hockey player. Um, I think he has been hot or cold. Um, but I think he's somebody that you do want on your team, but this is, it comes at a time in his career where you begin to think, okay, this is sort of kind of heading into a season, you know, or part of his career where maybe you're not going to get maybe as much production, you know, three or four years from now. And when you have a history in this, you know, at this age for Philip Forsberg, it makes you kind of feel like you have to do a little math looking ahead. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a little, the timing of this is unfortunate for Forsberg. And I think um, I I'm hoping that he'll be back. You know, it's a little unnerving that it's not day to day it's week to week. Um, But you know, this is, this is where we're at. And I think it will be very interesting to see what the predators, how the predators dance around this when it comes time to sit down with Forsberg and look ahead, you know, like you said, you don't want to think about this, but this is going to be a part of the discussion for sure. Um, I hope Philip Forsberg gets better. Uh, if nothing else, he got to see the Braves World Series game in person. So there's there's, there's one that come out of this. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see. We hope he gets better and uh, we hope Forsberg's back on the ice soon. 
Absolutely. Uh, we are going to be talking about some players maybe who have left the ice, but we would want to see back in the spirit of Adrian Peterson helping out the Tennessee Titans. We put out into the Twitterverse the question of what a free agent veteran or retired NHLer would people like to see come back and help out the Nashville Predators. And we're going to talk about some very interesting answers um, to that question. But first, we want to let you know that this episode is brought to you from our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is back and they are better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So as we alluded to earlier, uh, Adrian Peterson is Derrick Henry's replacement. Sure. Why not? Go Titans. Yeah, it was okay. And the Titans won. So we'll just dish out credit, you know, across the board. But that got us thinking about uh, if this was the case in the NHL. So basically, it's like, hey, if the Predators wanted to sign one of the veteran free agents still on the market uh, or a recently retired player they can coax out of retirement, who would it be? Mm-hmm. And uh, we got we got answers. <laughs> we did get answers. We did. Not, none of them who were really who I thought they were going to go for. But no. And, you know, the cry of everyone's heart was, of course, Pecorine. So we sort of want to just put that out there. Yes, we know Pecorine. But that's that's a heart thing. That's not a head thing. So let's talk. Let's focus on the hockey. Yeah. So uh, our buddy Sean Smith, one of our On the Forecheck co-workers, uh, he wants to see Dan Hughes back. <laughs> I am here for that. Which I am sure? so here for that. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I love. You know what? I mean, it's it's that third defensive pairing. Like, if if we're gonna put that together, I can I can smile about a little Dan Hughes back on the ice for sure. Yes. Um, our our other friend Rachel at on the forecheck said she would like to see Brian Boyle. Yeah, I think he's playing with Pittsburgh, so we could really do him a favor and rescue him from that. Yeah, I think he just signed like. A couple of weeks ago yes um yeah i mean that's that's a guy that you know if the preds wanted to just have a uh a guy down the stretch to have a veteran presence yeah i mean he can still play 
I I am a hundred percent here for Brian Boyle. He is six seven, two forty five. He's one of thirteen kids, so this is somebody who understands how you have to live life if you want to survive. Um, and can you imagine like Yakov Trenin and Brian Boyle on the ice at the same time, <laughs> and just the fear coursing through the opposing team's bodies, knowing that those two could come at you like that is a death sandwich right there. God, it's almost as terrifying as what would happen if Brian Boyle and Wayne Simmons were on the same. Oh, yes. Oh, I love Wayne Simmons. Or or is that is that too soon for Preds fans to bring up? It might be, but I I, I do like him. What an off season that was. Yeah, that Uh, is weird. Kyle, Kyle Perkins wants to cross enemy lines. He would like to see Pavel Datsuk come Mm -hmm. back over from Russia to break ankles for the Preds. Uh, as a as a Red Wings follower, yeah, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but I uh, would love to see Babel Datsuk if he came back to the NHL uh, to suit up for the Predators. I feel like that would instantly make Nashville one of the best teams in the division. You know what is so funny is if you look up highlights of his his top 10 goal scores, four of his top 10 goals were against Nashville Predators. So, you know, maybe it would be nice to have him on our team which for, one, for once. Which ones? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to guess the the coast to coast obviously. Yes. Uh, um, the the Thomas Vokun shootout? Goal? Yes, there was a shootout goal. Yep, there was. Yeah. There was a couple Rene ones which, you know, I kind of watched through my fingers with my eyes covered cuz, you know, I just don't need that. Um, but he also had, oh my goodness, and I think it was against Chicago. He had a shootout and he was the first one shooting. And this was just so mean and wicked and evil oh, and amazing. Do you know what I'm going to say? What, yep, the little curveball past oh, uh, Auntie Niemi. Come on. It was like skating up there and you know it's a shootout. You know they're just going to smack the crap out of that puck. And he got that goalie to shift and he literally just like gentle tossed like a coin in a fountain making a wish that puck. Oh, oh my gosh. Like those are those are some things that that poor goalie's mother was like, I don't know that kid. Mm-hmm. The funny thing about that is uh, two attempts later, Todd Bertuzzi came back with equally like probably the second best shootout attempt of the season in the entire NHL. Uh, that was when he like just bolted down the right side and then did a spinorama and just kind of like uh, like backhanded it off the spinorama. Like that's definitely something uh, to go back and watch. Okay. That sounds way better than the Ryan Johansson, the slow-mo Rijo, I you know. It's a little slow move. It was I missed the I missed the peak shooter attempts like the Merrick Malik between the legs. Oh, come on. Yes. Would love to see those come back. Yeah. Uh, one guy I'm surprised no one brought up and somebody who I legitimately think would be the uh, like a good fit for Nashville right now is Eric Stahl. OK, like kind of surprised about that. Uh, he at the end of last year with Montreal still showed he like can he can play mm-hmm. like, he's not gonna score like 80 points like he used to but he's a he can still play and 
you know, I think like if you're looking for like depth, like, you know, if maybe you want Tommy Novak to have a little bit more time in Milwaukee or something like that. Um, that's somebody that you could kind of have on the fourth line as it is right now and still kind of have that same um, yeah. depth scoring identity that you want them to have. Uh, what if he played next to Philip Tomasino? I mean, oh my that's, gosh. That's a good mentor to have. So yeah, kind of surprised nobody brought him up. Yeah. Yeah. Now I had a pick and this one is just, I, you know, I went, I, I stayed inside the predators organization just briefly, mm-hmm. but, um, and this is, this is strictly a pick of the heart, but I would bring back Scotty Hartnell. Oh, I mean, look, I know, but I, first of all, Hartnell down. That's just amazing. And I am here for somebody who is playing this sport and helps me remember how hard it is, but I love his physicality and his uh, ability to chirp and to irritate. Um, And I think he's a fan. I mean, and I don't advocate for this, but I'm saying if you're going to get into a fight in a hockey game, Scott Hartnell has some skill and it's a, it's a whole skill set to do it on ice. But um, yeah, Scott Hartnell. Now I will say, I think he's done a great job. Um, You know, he's doing some broadcasting stuff and I thought he's done great with that, but I miss Scott Hartnell. One of the best personalities in the history of the Preds for sure. Yes. Yes. Bring, bring some of that back. Yes. Definitely bring some of that back. (laughs) Uh, Bring back, bring back just personality in the NHL. Yes. Um, Also just wild card mention here. Um, our friend at dang it, Megan, uh, said she would like to see Pecorine come back, but mm. she would like to see Pecorine playing Ford. Oh, now look straight up. Who has the best shooting percentage on the Nashville Predators roster? That would have been Pecorine last year. A hundred percent of the shots he took, he made like eat your heart out, Wayne Gretzky. Like, <laughs> so I'm here for this. We could, yeah. I think, I think. I would be here yeah. for this. Imagine if he took that shooting percentage, but actually had like five shots a game. Oh my gosh. He would, yeah. he would be the next Wayne Gretzky or even the next Matt Duchesne. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Now see, can you imagine a little Matt Duchesne magic with a little Pecorine forward going on? <laughs> oh. I can see the first line right now. <laughs> I don't know. I I would I would pay to see that happen. Like even if it's at like some sort of a charity event, can we just get Pecorino to come back and play forward? Yes, I'm here uh, for this. He's just gonna body some people out there. I'm here for this. He's he's the well, <laughs> he's six five. So in David Poyle's book, that qualifies him as <laughs> a good hockey player. There you have it. <laughs> so. Uh, there you have it. Uh, yes. It should be interesting to see. Um, I, I don't think we're thinking that the Preds are going to do anything with these guys, but you know, Hey, if weird things happen, yeah, there's, there's definitely guys out there that can help. It's fun to dream. Yeah. Speaking of guys that can help, uh, Dane Lewis with locked on stars is going to be helping us with our pregame coverage tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about stars, hockey, a little bit of the Preds stars rivalry and uh, kind of get a chance of what where both teams are at heading into this game uh, and uh, some ways both teams can win. So that's coming up tomorrow for now, though. And where can the people find your work? 
You can find my work at ontheforecheck.com and you can find me on Twitter at Ann K underscore Mama on Ice. I'm Nick Morgan. Look me up on Twitter at underscore NS Morgan. Also, be sure to follow the show at LO underscore Predators. Tweet us your thoughts on today's episode or if there's any topics you want us to cover. In the meantime, thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day. Go check out Scott Cullen and the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. See you tomorrow, everybody. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL Podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.